it's lights out and away we go. What's up, guys and girls, and welcome back to the GT UK F1 podcast. I am joined by David. Hello, everyone. Welcome. So, it's La Sale. Yeah, an interesting uh, weekend at Qatar. Very interesting, like I said. As I said in advantage, I actually saw a lot more of it than I normally do. Just timings worked for me. So, there was some, I was going to say something and I completely forgot. <laughs> it was just going to be basically something like, you know. An eventful, an eventful weekend with um, crashes and unexpected Champ- uh, well, results, results. Championship deciders. It was a good weekend of motorsport. We had a bit of everything, really. And uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, some driver illnesses. But we'll get into that one. <laughs> And some very lackluster champagne. It was rose water, wasn't it? I know, but it really didn't work, did it? It didn't. <laughs> but anyway, let's start the beginning. So obviously, going into it, the first time we've been at La Salle since 2021. And the first thing that hit everyone was the dust. I said, I caught a cracking comment from Science in pre-practice one, the only practice session of the weekend on how his dad would have been fast there, which I thought was a cracking comment. Yeah. Oh, well, it was, no, dust, it was dusty for the fact that... Uh, dust, and, dust and wind. The... Uh, it sounds like the title of my autobiography. The sand and... The <laughs> fact that they done something rather bizarre, which I didn't think they would have done, they resurfaced the entire track. Yeah, it was all fresh tarmac, wasn't it, which was part of the problem. Part of the problem we'll get on to regarding curbs and stuff at times. Hmm. I mean, okay, I get that, you know, LaSalle is a mortal GP track. Through and through. That's why it's is the way it is, it seems. Yeah, because MotoGP really just like big curbs and that for obvious reasons. They'll send motorbikes flying. Mm. And... I mean... It's an interesting... It is an interesting track. It's... It's got the potential to be really good and somehow, to me, doesn't... Live up. It, it reminds me a lot of the Bahrain out of loop. Yeah. Remember that out of loop we only ran for one year, that, like, sub one minute. Because it's got the potential to be a really, really fast track because basically there's only one slow corner and the rest are sweeping bends. There's next no elevation check. It's flat, isn't it? There's like four meters. Oh, right, okay. Of elevation change. That you compare that to somewhere like Spa. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
or Austria. But, but you know, it's got the potential. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's back next year, but we're also doing it later next year, which they're hoping might be better for conditions. I mean, we'll obviously get on to that side of things, but it, I think there's a couple of factors that have played into all this with this entire weekend. Well, from the entire certain race session, anyways. <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh, I wanted to... I want to start off with Ferrari. Even in FP1, well, sorry, <laughs> even in the only practice session, bar, yeah, free practice. bar the little 10-minute thing, but we'll get on to that. <laughs> um, Ferrari did not, that car didn't look happy. No, it didn't, it didn't seem to be. Got caught out by the wind. <laughs> It seemed to get caught. A couple of cars got caught out by the wind quite a bit. But the Ferrari just looked unstable. Yeah, felt unstable. Ferrari was suffering quite by the hands of the fact that McLaren have come out of the block so well. Yeah, so that's And I've not. I've not. Hmm, Aston Martin had a. I think mine didn't have the race. Uh, like I say, the fact that the reason McLaren have come out suddenly to turn that car around. <laughs> you know, obviously, Mercedes had a lot of potential this weekend that didn't get realised. I mean, well, I can't say they didn't. I can't say they didn't have much pace because, I mean, in practice one, they were second and third. Hmm. On the timesheets. But they still... Struggle. Never read practice before. Every time, never read good. Never read a lot into practice. No, I'm not. But from what I saw of the Ferrari, it just didn't seem. You know what I mean? Just didn't seem like they've had this problem at very fast circuits. So I mean, the Ferrari's obviously a handling car. Yeah, it's it not a straight line speed car. Doesn't didn't seem planted. You know, you, you had. Obviously, previous race, it was seemed more planted than you know. Japan's uh, a lot twistier, a lot. Going forward, circus uh, quarter, it'll be planted a bit more. I would say. But Brazil yeah. probably a bit more. Mexico to an extent. Mexico is faster than Cota, but yeah. But <laughs> going back to Monza, the Ferrari was solid. Yeah, but they have to be. <clears throat> They're always going to be in front of Monza. That's the way they can be. No, I know, but they, they were quite—they were solid at Monza. But <laughs> this weekend, Ferrari have struggled, and unfortunately, one only one Ferrari ended up starting the race. But we were yeah, due to that. Yeah. But it was—it it was something to do with fuel, I think. Couldn't give a fuel leak or something, apparently. But you know what I mean? I mean... Because even in practice, the McLarens... The McLarens weren't looking strong, but I reckon the McLarens were holding back. 
they were playing long because the trouble with only one practice session is you can't physically do everything. No. So obviously mm. McLaren, judging by their time, they recently were prioritising longer runs. Mm. They were probably prioritising the longer runs and getting the setup right. Which will uh, we'll, we'll pay you back in the race, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was quite mm, it was a bit bare for a practice session. Always is mm-hmm. when it's only one practice session. Yeah, because like 60 can you end up having to figure out what you want to do because you just can't do everything. It's that simple. No. And I mean, it's that's why I don't usually watch. Pro... I try to tend to just watch qualifying and. Never I just happened else. to get lucky that I saw practice because I happened to be at home at the time it was on. Mm. I don't go out my way to watch practice sessions, but it timed you. The timing fell nicely. Yeah. Cause even... The amount of dust on the circuit due to lack of use was just insane. Well, yeah. And obviously the climate that it is and... <laughs> you know. The fact that it is so flat. Yeah. Shall we move to qualifying? Yeah, yeah, because practice, there was not. There's not much, was there's, there? Well, like I said, I say, as much as I can read into, like, Haas in 7th, yeah. Lewis in 13th, like I say, practice to me, I just don't read a lot into. No. I said, there's a reason they don't give points out for it. <laughs> mm. I mean, then we move on to Q one this is for the yeah. race we might add because it was sprint weekend the alpha and males weren't weren't too good were they now obviously at, that, at this point we decided to learn about the issues as well of track limits and the problems that were following from that did they do? Was it between qualifying and no? It was between qualifying and sprint, wasn't it? Yeah. They'd done that other thing. Yeah, they changed one of the curves, and they made a little further changes later on before the race, which we'll get into at the time. <laughs> but. Hmm. But yeah, no, there was just. Yeah, I know both um, McLarens fell foul of track limits, track limits. Which, unfortunately... Yeah. Which was a shame, because... You know, they were on form. Well, I think, I think we can safely say that it worked out for them in the end. It did. <laughs> Let's be honest, I can't see them... If they hadn't have done, I can't have seen them finishing a lot better than they did. Okay, that's interesting. So I'm looking at the results page here for qualifying. Yeah. Why has Lando got DNF by his... Because I think he did two fast laps and they both got deleted. 
Oh, right, okay, so that was... So he uh, made it into Q3, he was the 10th car, but I think the two, both the two lap times he managed to do, both got deleted. Oh, right, fair enough. So I he never takes set. Yeah, I was just wondering why he got a, a DNF by... He was the only one. Because mm. I'm thinking, oh, no, he didn't crash out. Plus, he used to get it with Dell so much anymore. Can you remember, we used to get some where cars would get to Q3 and then not bother setting a time. Hmm. Because you're guaranteed to drop no lower than 10th anyway, unless you start changing components. Yeah. I mean, it was a little bit of a shock. It was a shock to see uh, Carlos go in uh, Q1. Uh, sorry, Q2. Mm. Shock to see Carlos going out of Q2. It was a shock. That's kind of a shock. Carlos and Perez. Perez go out. Perez is continuing. Uh, depending on getting harder and harder, isn't it? And that's the problem. <laughs> he's really not painting himself with glory at the moment. And the pro yeah, but the problem is he needs to... He, he needs to stop chucking yeah. the championship points away. Yeah. He's P2 in a goddamn championship. I mean, he... Horner still came out and said he's still fully behind him, didn't he? But you don't know what we know about Red Bull. We know what they can be like. I think Horner's behind him. I just think mm. it's a certain your best friend person that uh, needs to basically keep his nose out and let Horner decide. If Horner wants to decide that Perez isn't good enough, Horner makes the call, not him. I hope he doesn't show his face at Mexico. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, that's... I do. Then he gets lynched. Then they don't let him leave Mexico. <laughs> As I think we said before, the thing is Red Bull, if they do to drop him, <coughs> there weren't many options right now. But... No, no, because they can't stick Lawson in. Well, they could. I mean, Lawson's a reserve driver. I don't think he's ready for top car yet. As much as he's done well, as much as I, I really like the guy, he's not ready for the main car yet. Their only option end of season will be to try and poach somebody. Orlando. Or Oscar. I would more say Lando. Lando's got the experience there. Lando, I will agree with you. But I also think you probably pick Oscar up a little cheaper. Possibly, but there's... And, there's... And, he's young, and he's young enough that you could sort of mould him a little bit. Yeah, but the dynamic between Lando and Max is there. Hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm not disagreeing with you both. Both you know I mean? would be... Let's be honest... Any team on that grid right now has got to look at them two McLaren boys and think mm. there's two there's two future champions there. Yeah. Hundred percent. Give them a car. One of them's going to hand you a championship. Yeah. It depends on what you want to spend and how much you'd have to how much money you'd have to waft under Zach Brown's nose before he entertained talking to you. Red Bull aren't sure the money though if they wanted to. Oh, Red, because, Red Bull have the because... money. Because I think, like I said, I think Albon let it slip. That apparently Horner had said something to him. But I, I'm not 100% sure what is Albon's position now, because he's still sponsored by Red Bull, isn't he? He's still got Red Bull sponsorship. Mm. But he's not officially part of the Red Bull Academy anymore. No. I still don't think Mercedes would have him. I still think they'd feel, feel he was too close. As much as his performances in that Williams have been 
superb. Mm. I still don't think they'd have him in the top fly car. But, because as I said before, this is the other one. Merck have Hamilton guaranteed till the end of next season. Where's their future? You don't. They don't really have one, do they? Because I don't think you don't know if Mick's ready. I Mick isn't. Mick needs at least one more season in actually racing. You know. Now you've got. Now I was gonna. I was gonna bring this up possibly a little bit later, but and as much as uh, I've had, I'll save this till the race because it's got more race implications. Mm. But. You know, Quali was... <clears throat> Quali was Red, Red Bull doing what they do. Mercedes 2-3, which I don't think even they really saw coming. Well, they... Which I think they look back in hindsight and wish they didn't have, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, but they weren't going to... They weren't going to get that because that would have that would have gotten McLaren. If McLaren had... If the McLaren hadn't have... Yeah. If poor Oscar didn't have it ripped away from him. Yeah, and... <clears throat> and Lando... They'd have been second and third. Yeah, the mercenary lap. Alonso to Leclerc. I mean, fair play to Alonso, but... Yeah. Two Alpine to the top tens. Pretty solid as well. They've had a bit of a turbulent season to see both of them firmly in the top ten, along with Valtteri. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Bottas, though. The, the problem is, I don't want to say Guan Yu's days are numbered, because... They're both re-signed, aren't they, for next year? They've both re-signed. Um... I, think the, I think the only seat that isn't confirmed at this point is the second Williams, if I'm not mistaken. No, they announced him. They announced Sergeant for 2024. Oh, did they? Yeah. I must have missed that. We put it in chat. We put it in PlayStation chat. Possibly, mate. <laughs> I, I must have missed that. That's just me. Yeah, no. They they announced Sergeant for 2024. Does that mean we've got a complete list, then? That's everybody for 2024. Like I said, Danny's going back into the Alpha Tower, which... <sighs> I like, you know, I'm a Danny, I, I like Danny Ricardo, but... I was going to say, you'll be happy with that deal. I personally, I'm, I'm nothing against him. I just don't see. You, you, do I sound happy in my voice about that? <laughs> I would have rather have seen Lawson. There, if I'm honest. Hmm. But I'm not seeing every link I'm bringing up here for 2024 list is not showing. Sergeant has confirmed. He's showing a TBC on the second Williams driver. Uh, it's it sorry, is... folks. I've run, run off topic here. On the I've got to basically I'm just scrolling up the chat yeah, I'm doing the same Don't mean to go radio silent here um... Yeah I'm not Every list time I've gone into three separate websites and all three of them are showing Williams as second driver still TBC. 
I wish I could. Anyway, we'll we'll skip on with that for now until yeah. we can... And Well then after qualifying of course we get Sprint Shootout. Sprint shootout. Which I actually managed to catch. I think it was highlights of that. Okay. Really I think it's a beautiful thing. I still don't friggin' fully understand it. I still like the old system. Where the sprint race set the grid. Mm. I think that was a better system. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for more racing to an extent. I mean, I, I personally, I'd be glad. I really like Crofty's idea that you make it so the sprint race has to be reserved drivers. Mm. I'd be looking at that if it was me. Oh, yeah. Because then we've given reserve guys track time. Mm. But at the same time, uh, I don't make decisions for the FAA yet, so. So glad you don't make decisions for the FAA. Why? I'd make it fun. Yeah, I know. Very inconsistent. <laughs> oh, thanks. We'll, we'll get on to that one. Well, it's just. And what I will also say. This is an off note, but this is a good off note. I don't know if you caught any of the race build-up. I know this is jumping forward a bit. Uh, I didn't catch a lot of it, no, because I'll did be honest you with you, see... I was jumping between that and touring cars. All right, so you, did you see Jess Hawkins? Uh, Jess, yeah, Jess. The Jess Hawkins driving the... Um... In the Aston Martin. No, but I've heard, I've, I've heard of what went on. I've, I've seen... Yeah, but just apparently, um, you know, uh, Nico knew her, Nico Rosberg knew her lap times, but wasn't going to say anything. And I mean, fair play. If I would love to, you know, you'd love to see a woman in F1. I've. <laughs> I've said it at the time. I mean, we had. I was. I was actually. I forgot the name. I was talking about that. I mean, there was Jamie Chadwick dominated W Series. Yeah, but Chadwick's an IndyCar. Yeah, but one. The point I'm making. She dominated that W Series for the whole time it was on. Yeah. Couldn't compete at F3 level. The second there is a credible female option for F1, teams will be falling over themselves. Because the amount of good press you will get. Well, what do you think? The... Yeah, but Jess is part of Aston Martin side of things. Yeah, yeah, and she's also done a bit of touring car racing. Hmm. You got Jade Edwards in the touring car, so I believe is. I think she could be Aston as well. So they got links with one of them. Now, the second there is a credible female driver who can compete at F1 level. They'll get red carpeted into the spot. Hmm. Because the teams want the publicity, the positive publicity you'll get off that will be unreal. Cause... But unfortunately, there isn't. Well, Jess, like during the sort of the winter period, has said that she's going to try and get the sponsorships and all that stuff together to go into F2. I mean, if she does that, fair play. She can do yeah, it. Yeah, and if she does anything and compete, yeah. then. She's going to be one step closer to full-time F1. Mm. 
I don't forget, we have had women F1 drivers even quite a few years ago. There have been a couple of been officially classified, but none have ever. Because I actually I did a bit of research on this. Mm. Obviously, the last sort of big name was Susie Wolf, who was test driver for Williams for a couple of years. Well, you know who that is, though, don't you? Toto's wife. Mm. Yeah, desk smasher himself. But. <laughs> I'd love to. I would have loved for him to be in a guitar, but yeah, but he still managed to appear on the radio, didn't he? Even from wherever he was. Mm. But I can imagine both headphones went flying. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, to talk about sprint shootout now, obviously the surprise there was the two McLarens. Stop Max getting another perfect weekend. Yeah. Uh, they were quick. There wasn't, wasn't a lot in it, though. Oh, no, the gaps you're talking 24.4, 24.5, 24.6. But still, you know, Max had so many clean, sweet weekends. Mm. Every session, top car, top car, top car, quality face. And they kept him from that, both of them. And Oscar coming out ahead of Lando as well, which is great sign for the young lad. Yeah. Must be cutting for Norris, like, I'm going to come on to that a little bit very soon, but Norris yeah. must be a little good. I mean, I've, I've sat here before and talked about Norris be having, like, the ultimate bridesmaid syndrome. Oh, yeah. He seems to have been so close to victories and not quite managed that last little bit so many times. And... Whether you class a sprint victory as the same as a race victory or not, it's person to person. Still points. Per- Personally, it still goes down as a victory. The record books will still show it as a victory. But... Oscar Oscar has a win. Yeah, I know. Lando doesn't yet, which has got to sting Lando a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure he's happy for Oscar and the team, but he's got to sting a little bit in the background. Yeah, but I mean, even if we get into the sprint, The one thing I will say about the sprint was the amount of cars going off and the amount of mm. incidents. But, like, I thought if that's setting us up for the race, it could be a very interesting race. Yeah. Well, obviously, we had the, what was it, the 10-minute sighter before the sprint. Mm. Because... Of the change he'd made to the track. They bought the track. Well, the kerb inward slightly. Well, the kerb is painted. It wasn't a real kerb paint, but they actually brought it inwards, didn't they, slightly? Well, yeah. Which I don't get. I don't they worried get... about the tyres when it was trying to reduce the speed and also reduce the amount of load time on the outer tyre. That's why I ended up with the lap limit on the race, which I'm going to come to on the race, because that gave a very interesting dynamic to the race. I wasn't keen on that, but I'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> I think we, I think we could be on different sides of that fence, by the sounds of it. It could be fun. But you know, it was just like yeah, the amount of cars we saw throwing it off, and something we've not seen a lot of this season. We've had a lot of very clean driving. No, Obviously, yeah. Poole Lawson was the first one to do it. It's like, you know, I transfer him into my fantasy league with him doing that final fix thing. Mm. There's about half an hour of me doing that, the bugger's in a gravel trap. I'm like, I'm, I'm just a fucking kiss of death here. 
Yeah, I mean, Sergeant didn't classify. I think he spun out as well, didn't he? And then Perez, Ocon, and Hulkenberg. You've got to feel bad for Perez on that one. He was a pa- he did. I'm sorry, he was but... he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. He was a passenger. And I tell you what, his heart must have been in his mouth because he did it during the race again. Went three wide with a couple of others, didn't he? Mm. And he was like, you know, fuck, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> I will have said, though, congratulations to Max, third world championship. Yeah, I mean, I know. I, I've, I've said, I've said it before. Whether you're a Max fan or not, I am not particularly. I didn't want to see a championship so dominant, but you have to stand back and admire. The fact that that car and that driver is perfect. Or as near to it as you are going to get. You you can't... You know... Like I said, I just, I just personally feel that... I mean, you got to, you look back at the Hamilton era. I'm, you know, I'm a Hamilton fan. We don't need to specify that. You still have to look back at that era of domination and think, right, well, that car was brilliant, the driver was good. And we're seeing that again. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Now, are we going to see this for the next two years till 2026? Who knows? Well, McLaren are hunting them down strong. Let's be honest here. I think the McLaren car is actually slightly stronger. That's what I, I mean. just think Max is out driving everybody. Oh, he's out driving the car. I mean, does, yeah, that, I th- does that make Red Bull worry? I mean, they, they look at the how that McLaren has been, you know. I don't think they're worried, well, they're not worried for this year, because everything's done this year, are they? And they're already no. working flat out on 2024. But, I mean, for next year. Uh, you know, are they worried a little bit about that McLaren? I don't think Red Bull are the worrying type. They'll turn up at first race. I don't, I don't think they need to worry about being miles off the pace. No. Now, if it does turn out that McLaren come out of the box a bit stronger, then they give him a bit of work to do. I actually think, I get the impression the likes of Horner will enjoy the competition. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I've always said. I want competition, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm not a particular Red Bull fan. You know. In fact, but I would have liked to have seen, if we got to the point where we got to the last race and there was three cars, three drivers could still win it. That's what I want to see. Hmm. You know, for the sprint race, we had the likes of Liam Lawson, Logan Sargent, Perez. Perez, Ocon, and Hulkenberg retired. And Hulkenberg. And we saw safety cars during a sprint race. Yeah, which I kind of think that's what helped Oscar a little bit. Oh, definitely, because, well, the soft tyre guys, it's when we discovered that the soft tyres were graining like shit, weren't they? The soft tyres were crap. They weren't lasting. I mean, yeah, George led for a little mm. bit, but then soft tyres just yeah, basically yeah. had him. And, like... that... and this is what I mean, the Mercedes strategy call. Mm. Obviously, they wanted to keep track position and not lose out. It worked, but he got swallowed up by uh, yeah. a couple of people. 
and you know both the Mercedes finished in the points in the sprint race. Yeah. I mean the last <laughs> the, the last person uh, who got a point was uh, Fernando Alonso. Albon there in seventh. Yeah, Williams. That Williams was well. Sorry. The Williams the, is the an Williams... average car. The Williams is an average car. Albon's just freaking amazing at just coaxing it around. No, but this is what I mean. The Williams is, like you say, like you say it's average. It looks fantastic. It did, and if, po- if points if points for livery, I'd have given it to them. Yeah, but that's the last time we'll see that one now. Oh, I just hope that means the merge comes up on the clearance sale. Because mm, it's the last. <laughs> that was that was the last race for that livery for the gold bolt gold bolt the gold bolt probably it's just it's proper golf livery yeah it's just it's real golf colours I mean you know it just the sprint was interesting the, the sprint was very interesting because like I say we had the disasters we had the the one. Thing I forgot about qualifying. Sorry to go back. <laughs> Do you know what I'm meaning here? No, I don't. You have to fill me in on this one. Stroll. Lance Stroll pushing either the. Was it his personal trainer? I never saw that. That must have been the qualifying position I didn't see. They showed it live on air. I never saw that. It was... Yeah, it was 17th. It was a proper quality one. Yeah, I, was, I actually never saw that. Yeah, saw Stroll... That. was pissed. I mean, really pissed. The fact Probably that... I, I think... I honestly think there's a lot of pressure mounting behind Stroll right now. Because he basically... He's... Go on, he, you go ahead. He, he got out of the car. Um, the guy... Uh, had said to him, you know, pointed to go to the left side of the garage or whatever, to the back of the left. But he literally just as you know, as they go out of that door way at the back, hmm. literally pushed him there. Oh, I guess I never pushed saw him that. that way. Then when he went to the pen, Kimmy must have been proud. Just said nothing. Um, is it Rachel that usually does the interviews in the pen? Basically, she, be, yeah. she turned around and said to Lance, how are you feeling? And uh, he turned around and said, shit. He was... <laughs> no. Was that a bit like Oscar at the end of the race? I think he dropped a swear word. Oscar Crops only said... Yeah, to... But to be fair, yeah, but to Oscar, fair Oscar... Said, Oscar only said crap. Yeah, but to be fair, he's Australian. I mean, they use the C word as a term of endearment. Mm. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it, can't, but yeah, I mean, but... it can't be as bad as Ocon after the... I'll, I'll get onto that one, but then... Um, 
There was, yeah. there was always the classic Scott McLaughlin in Australian touring car shouting F yes he got a in the middle of an interview when when he got his first win. That was a that was a good one for PR to come in for PR could win that one up. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It was just like well, Yeah, while, while while we're on the subject of Stroll though, Alex, am I the one who feels like there is so much pressure behind him right now because he's not performing. Hundred percent he's not performing. Fernando is showing what that car's capable of. And I'm not saying that you're going to be able to be at Fernando Alonso's level because despite his age, he is still sharp as. Yeah. But Lance, I mean, I shared that meme, I think, to the chat, didn't I? Mm. Of somebody getting thrown out the window for suggesting replacing Lance. I think it's time. I'm sorry, I'm... but... He's not performing, and... He's, he, his days have got to be numbered just because Daddy owns the team. Yeah, now the trouble is, if I was Strollen, don't get me wrong, Strollen's got to realise himself. I think he's got to turn around and say, look, it's not working. I need to step back. But what would they do? Where would they go? I mean, the only per- the only person they could go, the only person they can go to is Drogovic, really, at this point. Drogovic, Vettel back. Imagine Vettel and Alonso in a team together. Vettel's—I think Vettel's a bit busy with his. Yeah, but like... did you not hear that interview when he was asked about like a return, and he didn't say no. I know he didn't. No, he didn't say no. You know, and um, I, I yeah, mean... he got. You... I mean, you go Drogovic, or you then speak to Merck and maybe get Mick in there. Mick mm. with Fernando to give him a few pointers and a bit of advice. I suppose. Give him a year in that Aston if he can be maybe not as good as Fernando, but if he can at least be knocking on the back door of Q3, then he could be ready for a Merck seat a couple of years down the line. It's a possibility. I lie. mean, I talked I talk last week, I last time about the power struggle that's going on in Mercedes right now. Mm, that's that's going to get even worse. Um, I mean, you know what I mean? You know. But that, that, if that, that's me and it's like, and I get it's difficult, but I mean, I was going to come on to this about Sergeant. I mean, you know, I'm not going to hold against him. Oh, go on, you go ahead, I'll, I'll bring this up legs. You know. You've got Alonso sitting there in fourth position right now with 183 points. Yeah. And you have Landstroll sitting in 10th with about 47. Yeah, you've got um, Aston Martin being very rapidly closed on by McLaren in the Constructors. I mean, yes, the Constructors is done. Red Bull bought. Yeah, but the yeah, the because he's not the, done. The winner is done. No, the winner but, is done. You know, the but they're still... The Constructors is done in terms of... There's only 11 points between McLaren and Aston. This is what I mean. The battle... There's, is... on, there's only... Aston are only 68 off Ferrari. Mm. We've got enough races left that that's not an insurmountable goal. No, it's not. And the prize money difference between third and fifth oh, yeah. is huge. I know the Stroll family isn't short of money. 
I mean, but still, in an era when balancing the books is such a big thing in F1. Yeah, but what makes you laugh is this year now, no team this year is on zero points. Yeah, Alpha Tauri actually finally have more points than drivers. Yeah. I still love that statistic. <laughs> Alpha Tauri had at one point had four drivers and only three points. Mm. <laughs> No, just yet. No team on zero points. That's good to see. That's that's a sign that that maybe that paints that that paints the championship that every car on the grid is capable of scoring points. And that's a great position. Well, yeah, because obviously Williams has got points. Williams didn't didn't don't think got points last year. I mean, Alpine, what? One ninety. Alpine only one hundred and forty points behind Aston Martin. It's very, very unlikely, but mm. that is not uncatchable with the system we've got left. Yeah. So if I look at if I look at the twenty twenty two constructors, Williams. Oh no, they did. They scored eight points last year, didn't they? Yeah. Then twenty twenty one. But look at Aston, Aston Martin down there on fifty five in seventh. Yeah. Has got. Haas got nothing in 2021. Well, that was the year when Haas really were just rebuilding. Yeah, but I mean, look at Haas. I mean, like, the year before that, Williams didn't get anything. So it no. is. But Haas in, even last year, Haas got points. Yeah. Well, well last year, last year the Haas looked a credible threat, didn't it? The Haas suddenly came out of the blocks. Hmm. But this year's, it's been, I, I kind of want to say unlucky. Yeah, it's it's been the the decision to go to two experienced drivers to me has maybe not been what they hoped it would be. No. Now I still stand by what I've said in the past. I don't credit all of that with the Haas being the bad car as much as I credit the likes of Williams, Aston Martin, Alfa Romeo to have suddenly jumped forward. Hmm. Yeah, Haas's car hasn't gone backwards. It's just in this constant development war we have. They just everyone else has gone forwards more. Yes, but they... Aston Martin was so strong at the start of the season and just have been caught. Big style. Yeah. But they probably the ha the Haas probably have maybe not as much money to choke. Oh they don't. They don't development. I mean... Just think of the business. I mean, Hast in general is not that big a company unless you happen to know a lot of American racing. You've only even heard that. You've never even heard of the Hast name. I know they're big in IndyCar and stuff, but mm. you know, other than that, you think every other. Okay, maybe if you're not an F1 fan, the name Williams might not be a hundred percent McLaren, but. You know, Alpine, Renault, Aston Martin, Ferrari. You think the big companies, Red Bull, the big companies. Yeah, well, you know, Hassan. You know, if you're an F1 fan, you know, and you think of Red Bull, well, what do you think of? What would you think of? Either the air, think... ra- air racing or the energy drink. The air racing, the soapbox, Derby. Yeah. And the fact that in pretty much every form of competitive sport, Red Bull have a hand in it. Mm. You know what I mean? In yeah. pretty much anything, any sport you go to, there will be a Red Bull sponsored 
competitor. Mm. If not a team. They really do push a lot into stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I think of the empty can on my desk. I actually, I am not drinking them at the moment, which might cause the team problems next year. I'm not, <laughs> I'm drinking, I haven't had one for a while either. I finished the pack I had and I've knocked them on the edge for a little while. Just, it was one of those situations where I could tell it was starting to get. I was drinking them a bit too much. No, I had a pack of watermelon and a pack of original Red Bull and <laughs> gone through them and I've not had them since. Yeah. But, but anyway, so... I mean, if we're going to, well, while we're talking Haas, this is actually a good opportunity to shoehorn in. It's not race-related. Mm. But what do you think of this Cadillac Andretti situation? That's what I was about to bring up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to think of where we... I, was, I might have brought this up at the end. I was thinking, where do I bring this up? Yeah. Well, is it not GM? Or is it Cadillac as well? Cadillac, they put it under the Cadillac name, but oh, I think that's right, all okay. part of General Motors. So, In the same way that Renault rebranded as Alpine the other year, isn't it? It's all part of... Yeah, I mean... Okay, so... We will... I think, basically, to touch... Knock the oh, sp- oh. sprint side of things... We'll, we'll take an interval here to talk about this, and then we'll get back into probably the main race in mm. five minutes. But yeah. this is such big news in the F1 world, we can't not touch on it. No. Um... I mean, I will start by prefacing that, for as far back as I can remember, the name Andretti has sniffed around F1. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can remember back into like the early 2000s, mm. and the Andretti name was being mentioned and was being touted now um, I mean obviously we know we've got these other manufacturers coming in coming in. we've got Audi coming in we've got Ford coming in yeah F1's in a great place right now it's attracting business yeah which as a fan is amazing to see because that, that that's security but so with the Andretti thing I mean, my thoughts on it, okay, yeah, man, maybe, maybe it'll be a good I mean, thing. I mean, yes, it's an extra team on the grid. Don't get me wrong. It, un- more... it unevens the grid. Well, if it's two cars, my issue I put in the chat to you guys, my concerns with it, some of your smaller tracks, Monaco. can they take another team? Monaco, you mean? Well, not just Monaco. There's two or three others, especially some of your old school circuits. Imola, possibly. Have they got the garage space and the space for an extra team? Yeah. There's a reason why some forms of motorsport have limited. Because touring cars is a good example. Mm. Touring cars won't go more than 32 cars. Because there's, that's, the, that's the most that any track in England will take. Yeah. I mean... Don't get me wrong, they could probably fill a 50-car grid if they wanted to, with people who want to be in it. But you get to Brands Hatch now from having to work, probably work out in the car park. Hmm. I mean, and... they do have some spare, because obviously they'd been chucking the the Apex in the spare. Yeah, but that, they only did that particular circuit. Actually, don't get me wrong, a lot of the circuits will have enough space, because the FIA have three or four to themselves 
that they could probably thin down if they needed to. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I mean, there is one. There is one garage for the cameras. But it varies circuits. Next is like some Monaco. I'm trying to think of like like your old school circuits. Imola. Imola. Suzuka. No, I think Suzuka will. Yeah. You know you've got yeah. Zamvor could be an issue. Zamvor, Red Bull Ring. If they've got the space, and it's the space, it's the garage space, it's the space for the extra equipment, the extra trucks, the extra command center. I mean, you've seen them big things that they put up around the back of garages on European legs. Mm. You know, it's knowing they've got the space for all of that. I don't get me wrong, I'd love to see it. I would love to see another team, because it's, it's I mean, two more spaces for drivers. It's... Yeah, I mean, a lot of the... The other thing with the teams is, you know, okay, well, it, it's going to be sharing out the, you know, it's more. Yeah, the, the teams are the concerned that you're, you're sharing out the pride, the money pot 11 ways instead of 10. But Andretti technically have to, would have to pay a 200 million, 200 million entry fee. And the thing is, they, if they put a bid together, they've got that worked out. Yeah. You know, you've got the two hundred. You've got the two hundred million F one theme. Uh, F one theme. You've got two hundred million to come in at F one theme. <laughs> right. So, you know, either some of that two hundred million or all of that two hundred million then goes into prize money. That's the compensate. There's there's the compensation. Yeah. Because I know I, be, I believe Ferrari is not happy about it. Ferrari have always been the troublemakers in that, though. Ferrari have always been the... Not sure on the Red Bull side of things. Don't know how they... I think McLaren probably just... McLaren welcomes them. Because, obviously, <laughs> Mac... McLaren faced them anyways in... in IndyCar. Well, Haas are probably going to welcome because he's a fellow Americans. Yeah. He's another American, which is, once again, further on... To what I've said before, one thing Liberty Media seem to have done amazing is made F1 break America. They've introduced Americans to right-hand turns, and they seem to be taking mm. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, fair play to Liberty. Say what you like about them, whether you like them or not. They have managed to push F1 into America hard. Well, yeah. You know, obviously you've got the likes of you know, got the likes of Vegas coming up. I mean, now America America have their driver. They have Logan. Yeah. Which is going to be helping promote in the same way that, look how, since Max got successful, look how F1 in Holland, in the Netherlands, mm. took off. But the Dutch Grand Prix only came back, I think, because of the success of Max. Oh, yeah. And the sudden massive spike in popularity in in Netherlands. You're like, right, well, let's capitalise. I mean... Well, it was just it was bringing the money in as well from bringing yeah. the money no, into no. into Zambor. Yeah, we get we get two American manufacturers, especially if one of them can be successful. Now, Andretti's not daft. No, Andretti Andretti knows his motorsport. Well, yeah. Now you wouldn't expect him to be competitive first year, maybe not second year, because they'd need to find the fit, especially if they're coming in with like new engine, new everything. It's not like they're buying a Merc donkey and they're going to come straight in at, with pace. Mm. Yeah, no. 
gonna but, be an, it's gonna be an unknown for him. Yeah, but personally, if it works, I welcome it. I just say I have reservations about the logistics of it all. But I feel I've been here before, so we'll have to watch I mean, this space. Personally, I would. Uh, personally, I don't. Personally, I don't disagree with Andretti coming in. Hmm. It just have to see how it, you know, just have to see how it works. Like I say, if it lines up with Ford coming in, with um, Audi coming in, it's gonna give us so many different manufacturers, give us so many different engine suppliers. I think it'd be the most we've ever had. I'd say the most for mm. a lot of years. But yeah, no, we'll we'll see how that pans out. We'll probably hear mm. more. Yeah. And so, shall we hit the race itself? Yeah. In the same way the Mercedes hit the first corner. And I'm gonna say we better start with that. I'm so good. Alan's not here. Yeah, so am I to be honest. Because I must admit, when I watched that go on, I freaking jumped up like wow. When I when I saw it, I just went. I just was like. Ew. And unfortunately, I'm sorry. It's hundred percent Hamilton's fault in my book. He's admitted it. Yeah. He just forgot he had a teammate. He just decided to turn across in front of him. Yeah, but he turned around and obviously he turned around and had the audacity to say, oh, George just hit me. It's like, well, of course George hit you. You squeezed him. <laughs> I George, mean... George had nowhere to go. No. Lucky for Max, he didn't get a repeat of what happened to Perez in the sprint. Yeah. If he'd have pushed one of the other cars into Max's car, Oof. that could have been a very different result for the day. But, mm. you know, lucky for George that the, his car actually survived it, as far as I can tell, with actually next to no damage. Certainly by the way he drove afterwards. I think he, I think he suffered a bit more damage. Well, he certainly didn't let him slow him down, did he? Because, blooming heck, he was, no. he was mad. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it kind of proves how shocking the tyres actually are. That impact caused the tyre to come off the rim. Yeah, but it is, because it, it, look, did you not see the shape of the rim? Oh, yeah. That's why the tyre came off, and to be fair, you can't really hold that against the tyre manufacturer. Because that rim was buckled. That rim was free. That rim had a dent in it. Mm. Now, yeah, you don't like to see a loose tyre carcass because that could hurt somebody. Mm. But it ran... But, it ran the way... It ran away from... Well, I'm thinking, well, if it managed to catch some air and clear the catch fences, what always worries me was stuff like that. There was a massive grandstand right, right where it was heading for. Oh, yeah, no, But it was the gravel. The gravel managed to slow it down. Mm. The gravel was well, actually well, quite well, thick. While we're saying tyres, we probably should have um, this mandated 18 lap maximum on the tyres that the FAA put in because of the stress on the front lefts. I don't know what you made of it, personally. 
I thought it gave us an interesting dynamic. Personally, mm. you weren't too impressed. I didn't like it. Because I thought it, it gave yeah, us a but, very interesting dynamic. Yes, but it just made it just made me felt like I was watching qualifying over and over again. Now it did give plenty of pit stop practice, and well done to McLaren for that one point eight second pit stop. And it, yeah, but it's quite funny because they turn around and the FAA were like, "Oh, you know, the whole point of, you know, we'll slow the, slow the pit stops. You know, yeah. tries to slow the pit stops down, and then McLaren go and do that. It's like, well, it's like every year the FAA try and slow the cars down with regulations, and the engineers mm. sidestep it all. Yeah, and it was a bit, it was a bit like, that was just a bit like a bit of a middle finger to, uh, the FIA, sort of thing, because that was a it hell just... of a pit stop. It just, it blows my, it absolutely blows you. It, it still, to this day, blows my mind that that car can move a complete stop, have all four tyres changed, and set off quicker than I was able to say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, it just, yeah, insane. It's like, literally, when you saw the pit stop, it was like, right, tyre, you know, chuck, literally fucking fling the tyre mm. where they can. Obviously, the you know the other side's different. The the move to 18s now has made the wheels bigger and heavier, and yet still they're managing to yeah, you know what I mean. Throw them in, and it's just yeah, insane. But yeah, that 18 lap, it gave us like an extra an extra dynamic to deal with. Mm. But it... it's something that I wouldn't something that I would consider them maybe testing at a couple of other circuits. Hmm. But to me, like I say, to me, it just felt like watching yeah, qualifying over and over again, each stint. And you think it would actually, it would enter, it would give you a very interesting sort of conundrum. Because if you, say, for example, let's pluck, let's say, say Austria next year, they decide to mandate right. However, not to be easy, you have to pick three pit stops. Hmm. They just said, well, that's going to be the rule for that race. Yeah. You would have a very interesting sort of conundrum going into, like, qualifying and that. Do you start holding back some of your better tyres? Knowing I... that you're going to need three sets during the race. Yeah, you probably would, because... And you'd get this really interesting... strategy mm. yeah, side but... of things. Because you've got to think that that's why... Because that was a problem the likes that the likes that Hamilton had, wasn't it? Because the softs were all but useless out there. Yeah. But Unfortunately... We we didn't get to see how far he would have got on the soft tyres. Well, we did see how far he got turn one. Um, yeah, but... You know, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Past... Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. But, well, there was somebody else started on softs, wasn't there? Um, it actually doesn't tell me on this list I've got in front of me. There was a couple of others did sound softs, I'm pretty sure. Oh, there was who was it? Hulkenberg went to the wrong pits. Oh, yeah, we should mention Carlos. Yeah, who literally lost his car. <laughs> yeah, he didn't start, unfortunately, which I think caused Magnuson to forget and pull into the wrong grid slot. Yeah, he got bumped. He got. Yeah. He, what did he get? 
Uh, was it a drive through? Was it a five seconder? Um... Pierre, uh, hang on. Pierre and Paris and Galilee receive three five second time penalties for track limits infringement. Strolls and Albon received two. Mm. So it doesn't even tell me there. No, it doesn't list it there. But he definitely copped some kind of penalty because he was using the wrong mm. grid slot. Simple as that. Yeah. Because he forgot he was supposed to leave a space right in front of him. Yeah. Which is Obviously, easy. Perez had a shockingly bad race, to be fair to yeah, the poor guy. Yeah, but it's easily, it's easily, probably easily done. Oh, yeah. You're used to having a car in front of you. Mm. And so he suddenly pulls up and he's supposed to leave a gap and you're that busy thinking of, I need to do four burnouts, I need the RPMs at this, I need it in this gear, I need it in this mode, I need the tyres at this temperature. And then there's obviously the heat. You know what I mean? The heat, yeah. Heat. And obviously we'll get on to a couple of other things, but yeah, no, obviously Carlos didn't start because of fuel pump, was it? Did... Per... They couldn't, well, they had, because they had to change a part in a lot in Leclerc's car as well, didn't they? Mm. But they couldn't cure a fuel leak, apparently. Now, did he change the energy store in both cars or something like that? Yeah. But they think it might have been in, when they were installing that that caused an issue. Which, um, and then they couldn't. Don't get me wrong, I mean, that would be gutting for him. But to be honest, I bet after what he's probably witnessed, what he probably saw after the race and stuff like that, I bet he probably not on, not only that from the team's point of view, that's a few less miles on that engine. Yeah, that's not the worst thing in the world to them. And Perez, Look. Perez was sporting another engine for the from his pool by the sounds of it. Yeah, he changed power unit, but it was one that was a, an older unit, so there was no penalty involved. Mm. But we're getting towards the nitty-gritty end of the season now. Oh, and yeah. teams are probably getting low on supplies of stuff. Mm. So by saving that mileage, he's not going to be the worst thing in the world to them. No. You know. Plus, as you say, Carlos got out of what was an absolute sweat box. You know, okay, so we had Logan Sargent didn't finish because... Which I've always had out of this for times, and... I am not going to hold that retirement against him. No. Because them conditions were brutal. Well, apparently he hadn't been feeling well earlier on in the week. Yeah. But at the same time, I can understand why he didn't want to retire, because (laughs) is that going to be almost the final nail in his coffin? Mm. Because the whole grid is talking about how he's up against it, he's not performing. Yeah. And then to have to retire the car for him, and I don't, I don't criticize that for happening, but I understand how he must look and how he must feel. Well, he's—you he, said on the radio he didn't want to retire, but then in the end he just got some. And that, it, this one had to lift him out of the car, didn't it? Yeah, he got that ill that mm. he couldn't—he physically couldn't continue. I think in himself, which, to be honest, we I, we, we had Alonso whose biscuits were burning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> asking him to throw a bucket <laughs> what to do the ice bucket challenge mid-race <laughs> I don't see why they couldn't have just chucked a bit of summer on him because knowing F1 do you reckon buckets are the kind of thing that's just hanging around a friggin F1 garage <laughs> true 
There's probably the stupid sound. When do F1? When does F1 need a bucket? Well, they have an ice bath. <laughs> uh, Be a bit big for a mechanic to try and pick up and dump over it. Yeah. We had Ocon who they said threw up in his helmet, which that to me just sounds horrible. He That's... threw up in his helmet twice. God, that would finish uh, me. That would turn fifteen. We had drivers were nearly passing out during the race because of the G's as well as the heat. Yeah, the likes of Russell and others opening Stroll. their visor mid-race and yeah, Stroll. Hmm. I know we sort of little kind of bad-mouthed him a bit. He literally stumbled out of his car, probably nearly threw up in Park Fermi, and had to. It basically went across to the ambulance that where he was nearly parked at. Mm. It was a... And because of the... This was... I think most of this was down to the fact that... You know, you had the free... You had these free pit stops. And the fact that they were just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing every single lap. As Probably well. didn't help, yeah. But... I was going to... I mean, you know... I caught, I caught comments, I caught the post-race interview with Russell and they were talking to him about it. Uh, it's funny they picked him because he's the head of the like driver's driver. union now, isn't he? Yeah. And it's funny they mentioned to him, was it beyond what should... Also, how did they word it? Was it too much? Mm. And he said he was borderline. Yeah. Well, did you see what he was... Did you see when they showed him... Literally. With his hands above the wheel, yeah. His hands above the wheel. I don't know what mm. the hell he was doing. Just trying to get some airflow, because there's hot air, it's red hot, it's just like just trying to get mm. some airflow. So every time we got to pick up, he was literally opening his visors to try and get some air in. Yeah. And don't forget, these are fit guys. Oh, yeah. I if mean... they're suffering that bad, me or you, mate, would have been dead. Yeah. And I don't mean that's an offence to you. I'm... Oh, no, you had, you know, you had in the bloody kill down room, you had Piastri laid on the yeah. floor. Max, Max sat down on the floor as well. Max sat in a corner. How Lando could just keep stood up. Well, he well, sat, he only down, sat but, on the chairs, wasn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah, but during the interviews, them two were. Them two were. Uh, was it Max and Landorf sat down, or was it Max and Oscar? I think it might have been Max and Oscar were sat down on I'll the say Oscar was laid down, he then, he then turned round so he could see the screen. And then just <laughs> as it shut off. As well as it showed the Hamilton, what's it cracky? I can't work out which one of them laughed as they watched the two Mercs collide. Oscar. It was Oscar, was it? Well, don't forget, that... That road opened up for him beautifully, didn't it? Because mm. the two Mercs collided. Um, Alonso slowed and went right to try and avoid what was going on. And the road on the inside just opened for Oscar to give him a beautiful mm. drive through into second. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it was okay, the, old uh, double, the double podium for the McLaren boys. You know. I will get on to the whole fact that we did have team orders and um, 
I can't remember if it was during the sprint or the race. We had the team orders. It was during the race. He told them to hold position. I told Lando to hold position. Don't think he was too impressed. If I'm honest. Uh, yeah, it was. But then again, I can understand why they didn't want because this was the only finish. Was it four seconds behind Max? Yes, but the only why didn't why didn't they let Lando through? Lando's got more points on the line than Piastri, or in the drivers' championship, in the drivers' standings. Yeah, but was he trying to drag Piastri up the list? Because I mean, mm. Stroll one point ahead of Gasly. 30 summit behind. Uh, no, 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 sorry, that's Piastri. Norris, Russell, eight points behind him. Uh, four points behind him. Lando has. Leclerc, nine up the road. Oscar's now up to ninth. Lando's seventh. Mm. So I think, honestly, we're trying to give Oscar a gap to Lance. Because Lance wasn't scoring today. Or did he score one in the end, I think? Uh. Stroll race result Stroll finished 11th. I think he's got I thought he got one because of penalties and shy but maybe not no no Perez finished Perez finished 10th Perez got the last point yeah but he finished higher up but because of his penalties it knocked him down because mm. it, it gave both the Alphas points. Yeah. You mean the Alpha Romeos or the Alpha Tauris? Yeah, both the Alpha Romeos points and. <laughs> you know. Then... But yeah, I, I literally think. This, and I think as well, I mean, Oscar, he got the spirit win. I think they were just letting him have a. Hmm. Plus, like I say, I, I will go by what I said. They were only four seconds behind. Now, Max was probably managing pace. Yeah, but yeah. they were far away. If Max had any issues, oh, they'd have been they'd have been there. For they the... weren't far away. No, you know what I mean. Which probably why they were happy just to hold where they were because it's a great result for them. And you know, like I say, all they were taking is one mistake. I mean, look, we saw we even saw Alonso at one point so far off the track he was nearly in a different city. Did he get done for? His I don't think he did. I never heard anything. For his rejoin. Like I say, we should mention Hamilton got a fine for walking across the track. Yeah, he got... He got a 50,000 euro fine, reduced to 25 if there's no further incidents. Mm. Mm. Um... I'm not seeing anything... I just wondered if he if he did because of the un because of the way unsafe he, rejoin. I mean, Jesus Christ, he had to go down the escape road. <laughs> <laughs> down the escape road, nearly into the clear. Yeah. At the time, and it was just like <gasps> you just saw him come back on, and you saw the clear, and I was like, Ooh. Hmm. oh yeah, he, he wasn't good like the way he rejoined. He rejoined the way I normally do in front of Alan. Yeah. It was one of them quick, and but no fair play to you know fair play to Max for getting his title, fair play to the McLaren boys, and 
Oscar for getting that win in the sprint. Yeah, I mean, fair play. Fair play well-deserved driver of the day as well to me with Oscar. I voted for him. Likewise. I know, um, I know I give him a lot I know I give him a lot of shit over the Alpine. Oh I still I still think he'll look back in the past and think he handled that badly. Mm. But it's worked for him. Oh yeah. I, that was not handled gentlemanly, shall we say. But But it's worked. But looking back on it now I understand why. Because Alpine had not discussed it with him first. They just as, assumed. Yeah. But as you say, we should point out, double point score for Alfa Romeo. Mm. Like I say, we're at the time of the season now where all these points come to be prize money and it's all important. Yeah. You know, George getting back to fourth. Yeah. That that must be a little bit sour to them because that shows what pace that car had. Yeah. You know, I, I, think they, I, think, I think they could have had at least one car on the podium if they hadn't. Falling over each other. They probably would have done, but I don't think it'd have been Hamilton. Possibly not, but I think it. Not with it destroyed. It didn't destroy both of It also is a bit of another kick to Perez is that Russell got back to fourth. Yeah. If he managed to keep it between the white lines, where would he have finished up? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I have seen. I have some videos of Hamilton going up to George and them hugging it mm. out sort of thing, and I'm thinking, is that for the cameras, yeah. or is that genuine? Well, Hamilton did, did he pass off me that he accepted responsibility, he realised it was his. I think, was, was it Russell said, like, he saw it on a screen or something like that? Mm. While driving around, he saw the replay on a screen. Yeah. <laughs> I Excuse me, I love the idea that them guys are cruising around watching TV. <laughs> well, it was like going back to one of the races where Alonso managed to see Lance overtake somebody. Mm. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> it was a... It was, it was a an good... interesting race. It was an exciting race. Yeah, but I just... Don't think... Let's think... hope that it being that bit later in the year next year means it's cooler. Yeah, but I hope that what we saw in terms of like drivers getting ill and all this lot doesn't get repeated. I don't... Mm. Like I said, I think that was down to the, the late tyre call. You know, this late pit stop mandate thing. Mandatory pit stop... Yeah, but I also think stops. that was the FIA's way to avoid... Can you not remember the American Grand Prix was in the early 2000s where only six cars started the grid? Hmm. Because when we had two tyre manufacturers and one tyre was struggling and the FIA refused to do anything about it, so all the teams on that tyre pulled the cars at the start of the race. Well, apart from that, you've got to go... Maybe we go back to the likes of where was the one where we had all the tyre incidents Silverstone wasn't it 2005 US Grand Prix it was hmm. tyre yeah. failures caused all the teams on one particular tyre to not start on Michelin to not start 
because Michelin wanted him to put a chicane in the last corner and he wouldn't. Well, yeah, we don't. I know the, the FIA wanted to do safety, but there's a couple of things. That, there's a couple of decisions made this entire weekend that was a bit like, right, you're a little bit slow there. You could have been a bit... You could have been a little bit quicker. Yeah, well, but... we've kind of... um. I said to you before we came on there, you kind of... The FIA aren't going to win in your eyes anyway, but if they make knee-jerk reactions, they're going to make wrong decisions. But at the same time, sometimes you've got to give them a chance to actually review before... Yeah, but then there was reviewing and then there was literally... You know, there's... There was a couple of things like feeling sorry for Oscar getting his... Hmm. Certain bitch stripped live on air. Yeah. You know that that decision could have been done before that point. Mm. It was a bit of a a shock. Is there anything else you want to add before we finish? No, no, I think we've covered everything. I think we stayed on topic a little bit better than Bass, even though it's taken us a while, but. No, we covered Sargent, we covered obviously the championships being decided. I think that's everything we've got. But one final thought from me is obviously we think that this possibly is Liam Law that was possibly Liam Lawson's last F one race. We don't well, I don't think that he is gonna return to for the next one. Which is a shame. Ball. And I don't fully understand Alpha Tower's decision making on that one, but time will tell. I like I said, I had heard that there's the possibility of Danny Ricardo coming back for quarter. Hmm. Whether it'll happen or not depends on his fitness of his hands. Yeah. I mean, if he comes back, he'll have to arrive back in quarter in spectacular fashion. You would hope if he doesn't do well, questions are going to be asked of like what what Liam would have been able to do. Yeah. He's he's going to have to do something because otherwise it's like well, why the hell have you got you know. Yes, you've got the seat for 2024. Why did you remove Lawson from said car? Mm. When the fact that, you know, okay, he didn't have a good one here at, Cor- uh, at mm. um, Qatar. But I do honestly feel that perhaps some of the because of the free, you know, the mandatory free stop race, I think that didn't help. I mean... Possibly, yeah, because he was allowing him to run harder and faster. Yeah, because the fact that, you know, Yuki didn't... Okay, Yuki was 15th, Lawson was... Yuki was 15th, Lawson was 17th. There wasn't much in it between them. They both got lapped. Yeah. But I don't think the situation of the 
maybe the pit stops helped and the tyre, you know, because they didn't know it was going to be a free stop until they said they knew, they knew there was a possibility it could be a free stop, mm. but it hadn't been confirmed until Pe- Pirelli had done their testing after the sprint. Yeah. So it didn't leave them much choice. So I just, like I said, oh, yeah. I don't think that helped Lawson. I don't think it, the, the track helped him either. So Danny, if he comes back in quarter, at quarter, as much as this is going to pain me to say, he's got to do something to impress even yeah. me as a Ricardo fan. Otherwise, it's like, why the hell did you bring him back? Why didn't you just leave Lawson in for the rest of the season? Sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah. But, but no, that's, that's... Yeah. I think that's everything. Yeah. For this one. Obviously, don't forget you can... They'll be out on the Fridays like usual. Obviously, yep. you get it on your usual places where you get your podcasts. Obviously, if this is the first time listening, obviously, if you do want to... Obviously, let Just us say know. obviously one more time, will you? You've not quite got that word out there enough. <laughs> let us know where you please, actually please, found Please, folks, donate, donate through Patreon so I can buy him at the service. <laughs> we do have the Patreon, yes. <laughs> yeah, I will buy him a service if I don't use the word obviously 12 times in one <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got Amazon, Spotify, obviously, Wisdom. I've said it again. That's not my fault. And. I've got him yeah. paranoid about it. I'll have... love it when I do this. I've never been paranoid about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously don't forget (laughs) Uh, He usually doesn't he only break usually he only breaks me during YouTube videos, but now it seems like he can break me during a podcast and all. (laughs) So don't forget to obviously like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And follow the podcast and follow um, follow the channel as well twitter youtube twitch he's going to make a triumphant return in the very near future yep so come and see us there and thank you to david for being here it's been great to be here obviously but there's one more thing we've completely forgot before we wrap this up Oh, sugar, yes. And if I don't... Not sure, not, sure if I, not sure if I want to, but oh, sugar, yes. So, the last thing we forgot, and I bet a lot of people were, like, screaming at us. It's like, you forgot the Fantasy League. <sighs> you didn't do so bad. I came fourth. So, who screwed you up, then? Uh, Gwen Hughes. Williams and Lawson. Yeah. And 
I chose that final fix. I took Zhao out and put Lawson in. Thing he's been performing that well lately. And within half an hour of me doing that, he's in the gravel trap in the sprint race. Mm. I come out. I'm the kiss of I'm the kiss of sodding death. And I came out on top. Yeah, so you've now pulled the gap to me. Back out about 500 points. Yeah, because... Alan's yeah. under 200 behind you. He's closing on you. I know, that's the worrying thing. But obviously Max did me the... <coughs> Max did me the double. Alonso got me points. Perez lost me three points. Norris and Piastri obviously got me points. <laughs> Guangzhou got me some points. No, see, I took Joe out. That's the annoying thing. Yeah. For Lawson in, and it didn't cost me. Yeah, he got me. Guangzhou got me points, and obviously Red Bull and McLaren the constructors. So it's it's done me. Done you a favour, and it's it's not looking great for me. But we'll we'll we're not we're not done yet. Actually, Alan. Ooh. Hang on. I'm now confused. Doesn't take a lot. Why didn't Hamilton lose him negatives? Hamilton didn't give him a negative. Yeah, but he scored enough positive points. He gained seven positions in the sprint. Seven overtakes. Points for qualifying and points for his sprint position. But then lost 20 points. He lost not being classified. 20 points. But he'd obviously scored 26 points before then. Yeah, so it only gave him 6. He was lucky mm. with that to not lose out. Oh yeah, he really was. And obviously he's got Norris Piastri and... <laughs> Why am I still hearing ducks? I'm pressing that button every time you say that word. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fair enough. <laughs> Every time you say that word, I'm hitting the quack. <laughs> Why am I hearing ducks? That's going on the t-shirt list. <laughs> and then he's got Aston Martin and McLaren and Alonso. Um, <laughs> Max. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting worried about that team. Like I say, he's... He's gaining me. And there's enough... Is there enough races there for him to... He could overtake me, couldn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're third there, but you'd have to have some real guns to catch. Yeah, I need some... I need some stuff to go my way, which is not looking how it's... Not looking... Mm -hmm. Promising right now. I mean, maybe if... Maybe we do another one of these next season, if they... Oh, definitely. If they bring it back. They're going to bring you back. They're going to keep it. Probably takes that little to do now. Mm. But yeah, well, I'm going to end this one here. So, obviously, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Obviously, to the YouTube. Twitch. Uh, Twitter. Patreon. You can come spot us on there. That would be very helpful yeah obviously once again thank you to David for joining it's been a pleasure as always and we shall see you for the next one
So until then. So long and thanks for the ducks. Goodbye for now.